Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. Just give you a heads up, this episode and the next episodes 50 and 51 are going to be extremely important for getting the full picture of Jesus's teaching, his prophetic teaching, in the Olivet Discourse. And again, the Olivet Discourse is Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21. These are the gospel passages regarding Jesus teaching about the end times when he was on the Mount of Olives. Discourse simply means a teaching section of the Gospels. And the important verse that we ended with last time was Luke chapter 21 and verse 24. Matthew, Mark, and Luke are very similar, except Luke has something in verse 24 that the other two Gospels do not have. And I'll read that verse, Luke 21, verse 24, they, talking about the Jews, will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive among all nations. And Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. What is this falling by the edge of the sword? Jesus is giving a prophetic prediction of the destruction of Jerusalem by the Romans in 70 AD. But unlike Matthew and Mark, which basically go from 70 AD straight to the, seems to be the end of the world, uh, the return of Christ, Luke has this special gap in between that there will be a time of the Gentiles, the time of the Gentile mission, and the time of the Gentile mission will be until Jerusalem is no longer trodden down by the Gentiles. And it was interesting that the nation of Israel, the modern nation of Israel, founded in May of 1948, It wasn't until after the Six-Day War in June 1967 when Israel was attacked by Egypt and other countries, a surprise attack. Israel counterattacked, defeated those coming to basically extinguish the modern state of Israel, and in the process regained the entire city of Jerusalem. And since 1967, Jerusalem hasn't been trodden down, so to speak, by the Gentiles, and I just find it fascinating. I don't know all the answers and ramifications of this, but President Trump this week has recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. And as the leader, the rightfully elected leader of the most powerful nation on earth, recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, I personally can't help to think this has something to do with Luke 21, 24, but I don't have any further blueprint on that. I just think it's worth mentioning. Now, we're at the point in the Olivet Discourse, again, we're on Luke 21, talking about the cosmic signs, the signs in the heaven that precede the second coming of Christ. And this is something that's strikingly obvious, but sometimes we miss the obvious. Luke chapter 21, starting in verse 25, 
records Jesus' teaching about these signs in the heaven, these great disturbances amongst the stars, the sky turning black, and all these different types of cataclysmic cosmic signs. But I just note Luke 21 and verse 25 comes immediately after the gap, the gap where they will fall by the edge of the sword, Jerusalem trodden down by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And so since Matthew 24 and Mark 13 don't have this gap, it seems if you're reading those other two gospels that the cosmic signs immediately go right into the second coming of Christ. And so one who regards that the teaching, a a substantial portion of this teaching in the Olivet Discourse has this historical setting in 70 AD, if you read just Matthew and Mark, you would think this is basically talking about things that happened in the first century. And that's what some people who are preterist, that's taking the historical view, go way overboard and don't see any future second coming of Christ, which then you run against the creeds, the teaching of the church, the church fathers, and a number of other passages of scripture. Pope Benedict XVI, in his book, Jesus of Nazareth, volume two, you notice I refer to that quite a bit, might be a good Christmas present. He refers to the Olivet Discourse as talking about the, quote, central themes of the destruction of the temple, the destruction of Jerusalem, both happen in 70 AD, but he adds, and the last judgment and the end of the world. So you see, I'm on Pope Benedict's camp, so to speak, on this, that what Jesus is doing, he is teaching what you would call the preterist or historical view. Those are the central themes, but included in that, it's not just historical, but it's also future. So what are these cosmic signs? Well, let me just read them, starting in Luke 21, verse 25. And this is Jesus. And there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, in perplexity at the roaring of the waves, men fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of heaven will be shaken, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, look up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Now again, I've given you the two major schools on interpreting these prophetic passages, the futurist, which means it's they read this and only think of the future. And here's a futurist description of Luke 21. They would say, Jesus taught that these cataclysmic cosmic signs will precede the second coming of the Son of Man, will cause people to be terrified, the sun, moon, and stars will be shaken, and the universe will seem to be coming undone. Now, if you listen to me carefully, when I read that futurist interpretation, there was no mention 
of the historical setting on which these teachings in Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21 took place. So the preterists, the historical view, will kind of look down on their noses, so to speak, on the futurists saying, oh, these people don't have any real historical conception of the original context of Jesus's teaching and then have a tendency to discard the futurist altogether. Pope Benedict doesn't do that, and that's why I brought you again his more balanced approach to say that these cosmic signs in Luke 21, starting in verse 25, they are Old Testament descriptions of the destruction of nations and kingdoms, and that's what the preterists would say. The preterists would say these are are metaphorical descriptions from the Old Testament about the destruction, God's judgment on kingdoms or nations. And they would say, well, then this language is brought forward into the Gospels to again announce the destruction of Jerusalem. Now, that's absolutely true, but preterists have a tendency to go to an unbalanced degree where they don't see anything beyond 70 AD in these passages. And I am arguing, as Pope Benedict did, that there's both a 70 AD and a future coming. Now, Dr. Gregory Beale has a book entitled Commentary on the New Testament Use of the Old Testament, and this is kind of a modern classic, so to speak, on the New Testament. When you go and read a passage, so many of these passages really are based on teaching in the Old Testament. So if you really want to understand the New Testament, you want to go back and understand the context of the original teaching in the Old Testament. He's right on board. And so he says that the cosmic signs in Luke 21 come from us from Isaiah 13. And he's absolutely right. For instance, Isaiah 13, 9 says, Behold, the day of the Lord comes, cruel with wrath, to make the earth a desolation and to destroy its sinners from it. For the stars of the heavens and their constellations will not give their light. The sun will be dark at its rising and the moon will not shed its light. And if you go on in Isaiah 13 down to verse 17, it talks about Babylon, the first universal new world order or old world order, I guess you would call it. It was destruction of Babylon. So what Jesus was doing was using the same language he gave to Isaiah to prophesy about the destruction of Babylon, and now it's brought forward to Jerusalem. But Pope Benedict again says, and I'm quoting him, the judgment announced by the Lord Jesus referred above all to the destruction of Jerusalem in the year 70. So he meets the preterist challenge of recognizing the historical, but, you have to watch out for those buts, but the threat of judgment also regards us. So in other words, he's not limiting those words to the first century, but also to the 21st. And here is something that I think is incredibly important. St. John Paul II, as a cardinal, preached a homily in Poland on November 30th, 1974. You might might wonder where I'm getting this stuff. Uh, I've gotten a hold of an out-of-print book 
of Advent sermons of John Paul II when he was a cardinal. Some very interesting things there. And listen to this, because I believe it's earth-shaking. And you need to realize that a lot of good, in fact, I would dare say maybe the majority of good Orthodox Catholic scripture scholars and media personalities are preterists to perhaps a little too far into it, a little too limiting to the first century. Listen to St. John Paul II as a cardinal. Quote, the moment which we are living and which we must know is maybe very similar to the moment described in today's gospel reading. Well, you might ask yourself, okay, what was the gospel reading for the Mass in which St. John Paul II, as a cardinal, said that the moment we are living we must know is maybe very similar to the moment described in today's gospel reading? That reading was Luke chapter 21, verses 25 through 33, the cosmic signs, very similar. And then he goes on to say, this is in his homily, and I quote, it gives rise to much reflection, some of it deeply pessimistic in a fearful catastrophe. John Paul II preached in Poland, November 30th, 1974. We've got a lot more interesting things to say about Luke 21. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 50 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.